Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. Hey guys, Dale here. Do you want an unfair advantage to dominate your fantasy football league? Well, look no further and download SquadQL, the only mobile app you need to crush your friends and rivals this year. SquadQL recommends the best starting lineup for you each week based on your starters, your bench players, and free agent pool. Now, Christian, you may ask, how does SquadQL actually do this? Well, basically what they do is this app connects directly with your Yahoo, ESPN, CBS leagues. They pull in your actual roster and your league scoring system, which is very important. SquadQL then provides like their waiver and trade recommendations. Then the app gives you rankings each and every week, and it's all based on your league setting. So SquadQL truly is your go-to app for fantasy football this season. Head to SquadQL.com, download SquadQL, your all-in-one fantasy football manager. SquadQL is brought to you by the creators of RotoQL, the leading daily fantasy optimizer, trusted by over 100,000 DFS players. You can also download RotoQL for free from both the Apple and Android app stores. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everybody. That was a good burrito impression. Um, uh, my name's Armando, and with me today is Mark Anderson with Eat Sleep Fantasy, one of our writers. What's up, Mark? What's up, Armando? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I just want to apologize before we get going for last week. Um, I think we kind of all just, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Like, uh, what do you call it when you like, the bed. like shut the bed? We, we flopped. We uh, fell on our faces. We were all kind of too lazy to record. Um, so I brought in our, uh, I came with a plan, uh, plan D and Mark's here cause Brito doesn't want to be here. Dale doesn't want to be here. Clayton's having a baby. So plan, plan D, D yeah, is that, Mark. That sums up my life. <laughs> it's okay. As long as you're not playing the plan B. Part, <laughs> you sat on, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, today we're going to be covering, Oh, what are we the fantasy football of the, uh, we are absentee ballot. The, yeah. Absentee ballot. Because sometimes Absolutely you'll valid. get them and sometimes you won't. You just got to keep checking. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, everyone go out and vote. Uh, if you're listening to us in the morning, it's not too late. Yep. We don't care who you vote um, for. Just vote. It's important. It is. I'm not, we're not going to talk too much about it because this is a fantasy football podcast. But um, all right. So let's dive in straight into the waiver wire. I don't. I think today is kind of like there aren't a lot of guys at Target on the waiver wire, Mark. Do you see anyone that you're really like? You know, personally, I'm like number two in a lot of leagues, and I'm not going to waste any any waiver wires. What about you? 
No, we only have four teams on by this week. Baltimore, Denver, Houston, and Minnesota. So, I mean, last week we had, what, six or seven teams on by. So there's going to be a lot more available this week on your rosters. So you probably don't really need to dive too much into the waiver wire. Yeah, there there aren't a lot of guys that are popping out at me right now. I just, I mean, I personally, I would just wait right now and not waste a waiver wire. But, I mean, if you're really desperate, there are a couple guys that are like, you know, just to keep an eye on out, just to keep an eye on. Um, like Jameson Crowder has been out, so Maurice Morris actually had a good week. And if you're kind of desperate for wide receivers, I think Maurice Morris is worth Maurice Harris is worth a look for the Redskins. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, why not? I mean, the Redskins receiver cores, they got to throw to somebody, and they've got a lot of injuries there. So he looked good. I- yeah. The next guy on the list we have is uh, Traquan Smith. I mean, someone else has to catch the ball over there besides Michael Thomas for the Saints. So I guess he's a target, too, if you're really desperate for wide receiver. He's starting to come on later in the season. Yeah, he has. I don't know if he's available anywhere. And uh, I just thought of a couple of running backs, too. All right, go for it. Tell me him. How about Elijah McGuire? Yeah, he's on the list. He's on my list as well. Um, I think he finished with 60 yards total. I think 30 yards receiving, 30 yards rushing. I mean, he is pow. He's gonna, and if you're desperate for a running back, I think he's worth a flex start. Um, and definitely a waiver wire add. I mean, as things progress, you know, running back is going to start falling through the falling. I think McGuire is worth stashing if you're desperate, of course. Yeah. Um, I picked him up last week. I, had a, I, I saw he was coming back, and I snagged him because I am desperate in a couple leagues. And I started him this past yeah. weekend. Did you I did. really? I had to. That's pretty bold, man. I still lost because my team sucks that. in that league. But Yeah. Um, oh, we should talk about some news because there's some big news that I wanted to talk All about. All right, hit me with it. <laughs> All right, so Geronimo Allison is possibly going to get surgery um i think marquez marquez valdez scantling kind of jumped onto the waiver wire but you know what does this mean for like st brown's valdez i mean who are you going to stash right now obviously valdez but do you think st brown has value too i think st brown does have value i don't know how much his usage is going to be but he's worth a stash i don't know if you need to grab him on a waiver but you can probably get him after waivers go through and stash him yeah, I mean, it's MBS is um, the guy right now behind Adams. Um, I don't know. Cobb, yeah, he's Cobb either guy in a hundred, lot either. No, he's he's uh, no offense to Cobb, but he's droppable. Uh, yeah, I mean, Valdez as a starter has gotten at least a hundred yards or touchdown each of his starts. So, personally, I think he's a safe flex starter with upside. I think by the end of the season, he could end up being a wide receiver too as season progresses. If Jonah Allison ends up on IR, which is a chance, he's thinking about surgery. So. If that happens, I think Valdez is definitely a wide receiver too and someone you can even trade target. Um, other big news is A.J. Green is actually going to be up for at least two weeks. Um, what are you doing with these? You know, there's John Ross. I mean, obviously Tyler Boyd is still a top, what, 15 wide receiver. Where does John Ross go? There's Malone as well. Um, where are we seeing this offense rolling to? Yeah, that's scary for A.J. Green owners. I have him in two leagues, um, and he's my my guy, so I'm a little worried. I think this could be something that's serious, and he could miss more than those two weeks. So it definitely bumps up um, the other wide receivers on that roster. Uh, John Ross is interesting because he's coming back from injury, and he's practicing this week. But Tyler Boyd, probably the main benefactor, and they did bring Auden Tate up. Shout out, Paul. Shout out, Paul. Paul Paul Higgins? Yep. That's his boy. What's up, Paul? I, w- 
I don't know about that, man. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think uh, any of three receivers are going to be somewhat usable, you know, stash them on the bench. But I think this offense rolls more towards running the ball, and Giovanni Giovanni Bernard gets more involved in the passing game. Yeah, he's back too right? I don't see. this week. He should be. Exactly, yeah. So I think that he's going to get more involved. I think there's going to be more mixing, and there's going to be a lot of boy. I think there's going to be a lot more dink and dunk. I don't think uh, they have the guys to spread the ball. John Ross is just is just a guy at this point. Um, until he proves me otherwise. Uh, he's worth a stash, but not worth a start. No, not until he shows um, something, but they got to throw the ball to somebody. And it can't just yeah, be Boyd exactly. every single time. Um, so Brandon Marshall continues to try and find a job. Um, he worked out for the Lions on Monday. I don't really know if that's any news. If he signs anywhere, are you going to grab him? No. he At Seattle, he was just kind of a guy here that was helping the younger guys out, and that's what they were leaning on him for. Maybe in Detroit he could have some value, but not worth a waiver pickup. You could stash him on your bench, but I don't I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not no. He hasn't done anything in a while. Um so Paul Richardson for the Washington Redskins has landed on IR. Um, like we mentioned, Maurice Moore, Maurice Harris um is definitely worth a stash. See where he ends up, um, even when Crowder comes back. But uh with Richardson down, I guess does that bump up Josh Doxson as well? You would think so, but he hasn't really been producing. You'd think Jordan Reed would yeah. be producing. He hasn't been producing. So, yeah, that offense is kind of a mess, man. I don't even know what like they're what they're five and three. They're still winning games, but Jesus, they just look awful. They look like the Dolphins. Uh, one week they look good, and then the next week you're like, what? What team is this? Yeah, it's pretty pretty pathetic. To I watch. don't really. I have some AP shares, but. That offense, I don't really like to have anybody uh, trustworthy on a weekly roster spot. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, that pretty much covers all the news besides that Le'Veon Bell tweeted, um, see you later, Miami. Um, so there's a good chance we're going to see Le'Veon Bell sometime soon. Interesting. Did you hear about that, Mark? I did not. Did you he just uh, caught me off guard on that. I made a trade for Le'Veon yeah. Bell last week, so I need him to get on a team ASAP. Or else that trade looks terrible yeah. for me. Okay, so while we're on the subject, because everyone wants to know, or wants everyone's opinion, what are you doing with James Conner, right? Because the trade deadline is like one league of mine is next week, and then the other ones are two weeks from then. What are you doing with James Conner and Le'Veon Bell? I'm trying to grab Le'Veon Bell for cheap where I can. James Conner, I'm holding him because he's a stud. He's been killing it. He's been putting up better numbers than Bell has, so he's kind of – disproven bell's whole holdout um i guess you could trade him for top top dollar if you can get that but if connor keeps running out there as the number one on that team and the pittsburgh doesn't feel like using bell then you might have a league championship guy right there what do you what yeah, do you think i mean with connor with connor i'm gonna hold steady with Le'Veon bell personally i think you can get a lot for him so i'm probably gonna try and ship uh, bell around i think james connor is at worst going to be a, wide, a running back two going forward if not a flex starter um and i don't think Le'Veon bell is going to be anything and i think you can get a lot for him right now like i would can, it, things that i think would possibly happen in the league is like david johnson for Le'Veon bell like i'd rather have david johnson the rest of the season versus Le'Veon bell i traded sony michelle for Le'Veon bell how do you feel about that uh you want my honest opinion yeah I think you fucked up, dude. I think I did too. 
<laughs> no offense, I mean, but God, the Patriots can run the fucking ball. Whoever's back there runs really well. James White looks like a stud. Cordell Harrison looks like a stud. It doesn't matter who's running the ball. And Sonny Michelle looked really fucking good before he went down. And I, I mean, he's just it's just a matter of time before he comes back. I, I mean, he is a running back one when he's healthy and on the field. And I was really just hoping that Le'Veon was going to get traded before the deadline, and I had some good running back depth on that team. I mean, I think you'll be fine. I mean, if you still have the depth, I mean, Le'Veon Bell, my, I think he has the upside to be the RB1 overall. So there's that. But, I mean, James Conner just looks like a stud. He's a, t- he's a number three running back in the league, I think. There's Melvin Gordon, Gurley, and Conner, and Hunt. Those are the four guys. There's no one else right now. Yep. Um, smaller news, Kiki Cootie said he's not coming back until he's 100% healthy. So this kind of bumps up Demarius Thomas a little more for me. I was a little high on him before, but I think, you know, the longer he's on the field, the better he's going to be. And I think he's going to end up being, you know, a top 24 wide receiver as long as Cootie's out. You agree? Yeah, of course. Opposite Hopkins. And they, they gave him a couple of targets early in the game. And then Denver's defense kind of shut him down. Uh, I think he's going to be really good going forward, especially opposite Hopkins. Yeah, 100%. Um, and uh, another piece of news is Fournette looks like he's ready to go. He's practicing without limitations today. It's Monday. So keep an eye on him. Um, honestly, like I'm going to ask you your honest opinion. I have Leonard Fournette and I have Marlon Mack. Who am I playing this week if Fournette is, is going? Who Who are the Colts playing? Play. They're playing each other, oh. Jags versus Colts. Mm, I'm probably playing Fournette because – he sat yeah. out a few weeks, and they're going to force him the ball, and it's easier to run against the Colts than it is against the Jags. I said yeah, that with a I kind agree. of a question, but no, I think you're right. I looked it up. Uh, the Jags are top seven against running backs, and the Colts are bottom ten. So, but the Colts have been. Imp- I think they've been a lot better than the people give them credit for. Are so. they playing in the dome? Um, I, I believe so. Hmm. No, I think they're playing in, in Jacksonville, okay, actually. yeah, Fournette for me. Yeah, I'm going to go Fournette as well. Um, another piece of news that just dropped is Des Bryant is going to practice for the Saints today or tomorrow. He's going to try out for him. Yeah. So I don't. if he signs, personally, I don't see him as a viable player. You don't think don't so? Know. And that with Drew Brees throwing the ball? I mean, I mean, like, okay, let's say he's viable. Who are you dropping? Are you dropping Kamara down a bit or are you dropping Michael Thomas down a bit? No, I don't think he I takes mean, away from either of those guys, but he'll just pick up kind of the Traquan Smith or the, the the other role on the outside. Who's the guy that they lost for the season? Uh, Ted, Ted, Ted Ginn. Ginn. Probably that role. He's not. He, he can't take over Ted Ginn role. That's, that's a guy who um, – Traquan Smith has a Ted Ginn role. I don't mean like that type of player, just those targets. Yeah. Okay. Like fair three, enough. four, maybe five yeah. a game. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Um, yeah, I guess he's there's upside there. I guess if you can grab him without wasting a waiver pick, I think it's definitely worth it. Um, personally, I don't, I just don't see it. I mean, he's been at a football all year. Maybe he, you know, turns it up at the end of the season. But yeah, that, I think the roster spots are too. That's only right if now. he signs. I don't see him signing this year. I don't think any team is going to bring him on. I mean, he's he's practicing for the Saints, and he said he wouldn't go. He, I mean, he said he wouldn't sign with anyone that's not a contender, right? That's what he said. Saints are a contender. Saints are a contender. 
Uh, we'll see. It fits the mold. Um, last super stupid news, but uh, Bagley is the kicker for the the Chargers. He has not missed a kick. They have cut Caleb Sturgis. Um, I think whoever's kicking back there for the Chargers is someone you should consider grabbing if you're streaming kickers. I don't even know why I brought this up. You can tell me, shut the fuck up, Mark. Yeah, why are we talking about kickers? Um, I, I do <laughs> want to talk about the other running back that I had on waivers, Dante Foreman. He's back this week, isn't he? Actually, no, man. No. <laughs> no. Uh, well, let me see the news I just got. Bill O'Brien says he is not sure when they will activate Deontay Foreman. Okay, scratch that, guys. Sorry. Achilles. Um, but I do believe if you have an IR spot or a pup spot in your roster, I think he is definitely worth adding. Uh, eventually, when he does come back, you know, he's a plug-and-play. I think he's a good flex player. Yeah, Lamar um, Miller's looked good the last couple of weeks, but Dante Foreman's a better runner at this point in their careers. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I've held on to Dante Foreman in my SFB league, and... I'm just when he comes back, I'll have a running back. But right now, I am uh, in deep deep. Yeah, I think most people are holding him. Uh, all my leagues that I'm in, someone's been holding him for a while now, especially if they own Lamar Miller. But if he's out there and you can grab him, you don't have to put a waiver claim on him, but maybe stash him for the playoff run. Yeah, hundred percent agree. All right, Mark. So let's transfer over to uh, guys we should consider dropping, adding, or trading for. So I'm going to throw a couple guys at you and you tell me if they're worth, you know, right now I think we're people get either gearing up for the playoffs or trying to make the playoffs. So roster spots are coming a little more important to everyone. Um, so what do you think about Matthew Stafford right now? He's on my drop column, especially after last week. Um, I don't think he's worth stashing right now. I think there's better talent. You can get yourself a, you know, a handcuff or another defense for the playoffs. Is he worth cutting? I think so. That team is starting to run the ball a lot more than throw it. They're not the Lions of the old where Stafford's throwing it 50 times a game. And now without Tate there, I think he only attempted 36 passes last game, and he didn't look very good at all. So he's not a guy I'm starting every week. I might stream him here or there on matchups, but, man, he's, he's droppable for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's worth holding on to. I don't think he's worth grabbing. I think you play matchups going forward, and his matchups aren't fantastic. I mean, there's guys out there like Ben Roethlisberger, Andrew Luck, Matt Ryan, Alex Smith. I mean, Alex Smith has a great next two weeks. I'd rather have him over Stafford if you're streaming quarterbacks. Um, Another guy I think everyone should consider dropping is Carlos Hyde. I know he looked great with Cleveland, but now he's playing the backup role and Fournette's coming back. I think Carlos Hyde is worth dropping. Um, Yep. What do you think? Yeah, he's behind Ivory. He's behind Fournette. New offense. I think he was just kind of a safety blanket uh, because they were unsure with Fournette. I mean, that was kind of a weird trade, so I don't know what to think about it. But he's dropping. I don't even think he's – yeah, I don't even think he's a true handcuff. I think TJ Yeldon is. Um, I think the Jaguars still see themselves as a playoff team, and I think they just want to have a a safety net um, because Jamal Charles was not Did I say Ivory? Um, I meant to say Yeldon. I don't know if he said it. I think it's the third time you've oh. done that. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars defense is another guy I wanted to say we should drop. Is I mean, they've just been not very good at all. Yeah, that's um, why you don't draft defenses early ever. Yeah, 100% agree. Okay, these next three guys, I, I feel a little iffy on this one, on one of them. Um, LaShawn McCoy has been, I think, pretty terrible. I was really high on him to get in the season. I had him, you know, I was taking him in the fourth round, which I thought was a steal. And yeah, he's just, he's been bad. 
I don't necessarily think it's him being bad. It's just that offense is so terrible. And they're running out Nate Peterman and Derek Anderson, who wasn't even playing. He was playing golf, and then they brought him to start. So if they had a viable quarterback that could move the ball, he would be okay. He had a couple weeks in there where he was getting 20-some touches a game, and then all of a sudden yeah. we get Nate Peterman. So yeah, I'm not dropping him yet. Me. Is Josh Allen have a chance of coming back? Yeah, no, he's not on IR. He's not on the pup list. I think he's – there's definitely a chance. I think he's out for another week or so. Yeah, I guess when Josh Allen does come back, he's worth it. I mean, personally, I think – I guess you guys – I mean, I think he's worth dropping if you really see someone you want. Um, but he's also worth holding on to just to see how things develop. Um, but he's been awful, and I wouldn't be mad at you if you decided to drop him for something better. Um, Corey Clement, I think Wendell Smallwood has been better. I think Josh Adams, who's available in most leagues, has been better. I think Corey Clement is outside looking in, and I really think he's droppable. I don't really like any of those running backs. That's just too risky. You're not getting enough volume. Are you dropping all three of them then? I'm just not trying to own any of them. (laughs) If I owned them, I I would keep them, I guess, and run them out there if that's what I had, but I wouldn't feel great about it. Yeah, so here's a snap count just so you know. Wendell Smallwood has 66 snaps. Clement had 38. Adams had 26. So I guess if you're holding on to one, it's Smallwood. Josh Adams did the most with the with the amount of volume he had. So I think Clement is, you know, if you're, I, w- I think it's a great idea to drop him for a handcuff. Like if you owe Melvin Gordon and Eckler's out there, I think that's a good, it's okay to do something like that. Yeah, now is definitely the time if you're in the playoffs and you have a stud running back and his replacement is out there. Like if you have David Johnson, even though he hasn't been that great, go grab his backup because if something happens, you're going to want that at this time of the year. Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, Royce Friedman, he's been out the last two weeks. Um, he wasn't very good you know, before his injury. Um, I think if you're... If you see someone you want, I think it's okay to drop Royce Freeman at this point. Lindsay is a better running back. Yeah, Lindsay's their featured back. Freeman's been coming in, and they've been using some Booker in, in recently. So I think – I don't know if I would drop him yet just because running backs, you never know if someone – if Lindsay goes down, then it's going to be the Freeman show. So I, I, I would hold him, but I'm not starting him. Yeah, no, I'm on the – I'm more inclined to drop – LaShawn McCoy before I dropped Roy Seaman, but um, I think they're both, you know, with the right player on the field. I, I'd rather have Eckler rest of the season over both those guys um, or a good handcuff um, if you have someone like Todd Gurley. I think Malcolm Brown's a great guy to grab or, you know, the backup to Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, when you have studs, I think right now, I think if you're making the playoffs, I think it's time to, like, push away from the shitty running backs because they're not going to help you anymore. Mm. You're not going to win a game with those guys just on your starting line. No, you're not. But at this point in the season, I'm just stashing those running backs deep in my bench, and I'm cutting wide receivers that I'm not running out there every week. Yeah. Um. So those are my guys I think we should cut. Uh, is there anyone you want to add to that? Off the top of my head, um, no, not really. Just if you're looking to cut someone and add someone, just find look at your bench and go, okay, am I ever going to play this guy? If it's a no, then get rid of him. But Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to cut him, I think it's great to start packaging players for, you know, even a slight upgrade. Like if you have, you know, Corey Clement and someone like 
T.Y. Hilton. You can package both those guys and get yourself an, a better running back or a better wide receiver. It doesn't have to be a lot better, but just someone who's going to improve your team somewhat because you're not starting both of them on your, you know, week in and week out. Just try and improve your team as the season progresses. Yeah, exactly. That's a way better idea than cutting someone, especially if you're looking at other teams in your league and you're like, okay, this guy's trying to make the playoffs. He needs a running back and a wide receiver and he has this player. What can I send him to upgrade? And you might be able to find someone to do that. All right. Yeah. So we're talking about trades. Mark, can you tell us about some guys we should target, you know, going into getting closer to the playoffs as the season progresses? Yeah. I like Cooper cup, Robert Woods. If you can go after those guys, they're, schedule coming up uh, they, it's um, Seattle Kansas City they just played New Orleans um, so those are two teams that you can throw against where do you see Cooper Cup rest of season is he top 12 or top 15 for you he's right around that 15 mark and he just has such a good connection with Goff and he gets, especially in PPR, he gets a lot of the underneath. He gets a lot of targets. And he looked good coming back from injury. Okay, real quick. Josh Gordon or Cooper Cup rest of the season? Cooper Cup for me. It's just more consistent. Josh Gordon, he's going to have his boomer bust games. But I just know I know what I'm going to get from Cooper Cup. I don't know what I'm going to get from it's, Josh Gordon every week. Yeah, all right. I agree. I just want to say this is about Josh Gordon. I don't think he's back. I think he had a, a bomb that turned into a big gain to a touchdown. I don't think he's – I think he's a wide receiver 2-3 rest of the season. Just want to throw that out there because people can be mad at me. Okay, uh, Cooper Cup or Tyler Boyd? Ooh, if A.J. Green's out, I really like some he's Tyler out. Boyd. Well, I know he's going to be missed a couple games, but if A.J. Green's gone for the rest of the season, Tyler Boyd is going to be – getting 10-plus targets a game, right? Cooper Cup? Yeah, no, Cooper Cup, Keen Allen. That's another good one. Um, Cooper Cup, I think, has a little more upside than Keenan wow. Allen because they're going to okay. throw the ball more, I believe, than the Chargers will. I know they have Gurley, yeah. but the Chargers have Melvin Gordon, and I think they like to run it a little bit more where I know Cooper Cup's going to be getting his – eight to ten targets i can't say the same for keenan every week plus keenan doesn't have the touchdown upside mike evans or cooper cup i'm not a mike evans guy oh yeah that's right he gave him to me you piece of shit so you're going cooper cup yep. there juju or cooper cup last, um, one. That's the last one guys probably cup again juju's just wow. a little inconsistent Jesus Christ, for me. Dude. i mean i love me some cooper cup the dude just makes it happen every Bro, week he, he's like a top 10 guy for you I've named like anyone that. Let me think of one more. Uh, all right, Robert Woods. Oh yeah, I'll take Cup over Woods. Uh, Jesus Christ, Julio Jones or Cooper Cup? Julio. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with Cooper Cup just because he's getting touchdowns. Julio got one last week. His first first one, one yeah. since last year, since last December. Cooper Cup has missed three games, and he's still ranked top 15, which I think is yeah, crazy. he's good, man. He gets a ton of targets. And that offense just is um, going to always be rolling. Yeah. 
hundred percent agree. Oh, he was on. All right. Uh, who's the next guy you want to talk about? How about DeAndre Hopkins? What about him? Okay, okay. He's on your buy list, okay? But realistically, okay, let's say you own DeAndre Hopkins. What are you giving up for DeAndre Hopkins? Like, are you selling your team to get this guy on your roster? Um, What am I giving up to get Hopkins? Yeah, he's on your buy list, sure. But, I mean, who? if I own DeAndre Hopkins, what? Like, how are you going to make a trade? How are you going to convince me to give you DeAndre Hopkins? Well, I mean, that's a good question, but it really depends on your league, who owns him, what the team looks like. Um, you probably have to give a good running back to someone. Let, okay, let's. here's an example. Let's say a team has Hopkins, Julio, or Hopkins Cup, and they're just loaded on wide receivers, but they don't have a couple of good running backs. So you, you offer one of your running backs for Hopkins. Let's say you're loaded on running backs. Which running back? Which if let's say you own DeAndre Hopkins, would you take uh, Joe Mixon for DeAndre Hopkins? Maybe Mixon packaged with someone else. If I was really desperate and I'm trying to make the playoffs, or if I'm trying to Mixon and Land Mixon and Landry, I wouldn't take those two for him. Really, I think it's. I would consider it. It's considerable. I I just don't like I mean, consider- Landry that much in that offense. He's not a touchdown guy. I don't like the Browns. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Browns fans. No, I. No, I mean I like the Browns. I think that they're uh, going to be a lot better now. With, uh, I mean, they, I think they looked really good against Kansas City. I know they lost by double digits, but they kept it a ball game. That's more than they would have, you know, two weeks ago with a Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. I like them going Hugh. forward without Jack Hugh Jackson. He's such a terrible coach. But I just don't have faith yeah. in him this year. Yeah. All right. I, I personally, I would say, okay, give me a wide receiver that I would give you for Mixon. That's realistic. I mean, Landry's a top twenty-five guy. You said no, and Mixon is a top ten running back. So you're saying someone like, I guess uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Joe and Joe Mixon. Yeah, that's a stronger possibility, especially with Thomas gone. I just think, About like, Portland okay, Sutton. if I'm trying to make the playoffs and I need a wide receiver, I'm looking at DeAndre Hopkins' upcoming schedule. He has a bye this week, so it's a good chance to buy him if a team needs a win. And so you you go and make a trade for Hopkins while he's on his bye so they can fill someone in and get that win. And then he plays at Washington versus Tennessee versus Cleveland versus Indiana, all giving up over 30 PPR points to wide receivers. Yeah, I think Hopkins can be amazing. I just think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a really tough buy, and what you're giving up is a lot. I mean, I think, I think Joe Mixon for DeAndre Hopkins, coupled with someone like Sanders, is kind of fair. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Like, if you wanted to get a guy like Hopkins, he's on a buy this week. Now's the time to make a trade for him because you probably won't be able to get him. Like you said, it, it's a tough guy to buy from an opposing team, but now, like, this is the best chance to get him. If you have, let's say, okay, this is a realistic thing. Let's say you have uh, A.J. Green. Okay, no, no. DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Boyd, Jarvis Landry, and T.Y. Hilton on your roster. Are you trading DeAndre Hopkins? 
for let's and let's just say your running backs are Joe Mixon and Chris Carson. I would I would trade Hopkins if I could get a top six running back, top five running back in return. What, yeah, which I, I think agree. you I think could you can survive. Yeah, I think you could survive with uh, those as your wide receivers. And because you know, odds are, if as, if you have Hopkins on your team, you didn't draft a running back in the first round, and maybe nope. not in the second round either. So you could be hurting at running back. Yeah, I think if you are a team that has this is just how I can see a trade happening for DeAndre Hopkins. If you're a top three team, and you're going to make the playoffs and you have loads of talent on your bench. I think you should feel free to empty that talent for DeAndre Hopkins or the other guy that I think you're going to talk about is Michael Thomas. I think it's fine to empty your, your bench talent plus a starter to upgrade a starter. You don't need good bench players anymore as you know, as bye weeks are coming to an end, I think it's time to like really start considering is just getting rid of those quality bench players because they're useless to you. They're not going to win you a championship. Right. Yeah, these are just guys that if you're trying to win a championship, that would be nice adds to your team. They're not going to be easy to get. You're not going to be able to send like just a terrible trade to get them. But you're going to have to give up pieces to get these guys, but they could set you up to win the championships or make the playoffs if you're trying to make the playoffs and get in and make like just cash – yeah, it's worth it's worth yeah. looking at the big stud guys at this time in the season and looking at the rosters of those guys and seeing, hey, maybe they need somebody and are willing to give those guys up. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Um, who is another guy you want to talk about? Kind of brought up Michael Thomas already, so I'm sorry. Um, how about a couple of running backs, Sony Michelle or David Johnson? Are you interested in either of those guys? Oh man, I honestly am ready to buy either one right now. Like I would give a boatload for both guys. I think seeing what they can do with any running back in New England, I you know anyone that's back there, I'm, I'm excited about Sonny Michelle. I think he's a top twelve guy the rest of the season when he's back, and his schedule like you have written down in our, on Eatsley Fantasy, um, he has a great schedule. He plays the Jets, Tennessee, Green Bay. He already played Green Bay, well they already played Green Bay, but Tennessee and Jets coming up, I think it's going to be fantastic. Especially with a buy too. So like I like to target trades, and um, if a guy's having a buy coming up. You look at the opponent's roster and see if they need somebody, and if they need to fill some spots while their guy's on a bye, yeah, try to get him then. That like That's the easiest time to to make a, a trade for somebody. Yeah, 100%. And like you said, David Johnson, he has Oakland and the Chargers coming up in Kansas City. I think Kansas City and, and Oakland's going to be a juicy matchup, but that can win you that week at least. Yeah, especially coming off a bye uh, a week to work with Byron Leftwich as their – Offensive coordinator to get that team rolling, coming off a game with San Francisco where they had some momentum. So I think it's a good time to try to get him. Okay, serious question. Uh, David Johnson, where do you have him rest of the season? He's number 16 right, right now among running backs. I don't know if he can crack the top 10 with the guys out there and the way that offense is, but I think he could be a low-end RB1, like 11-12, or a high-end RB2 for sure. And I think you can he get him for kind of cheap. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think people. Re- I think you can get like, would you do Joe Mixon for David Johnson? I would definitely not do that trade. I don't even know why I said that. Um, would you? I'm just not a big Mixon guy. If I had Mixon and I was getting David Johnson, I would 
probably do that. Me. Yes, I would. You would, really? Okay. Mixon, oh, well, I guess Mixon's 15 right now, but he also missed two weeks. Yeah, and um, Geo's coming back, and I just don't think Mixon gets the volume he needs in that offense. I think Cleveland. McCaffrey? I, I think since he might be behind in some games and having to throw more. Uh, McCaffrey or Mixon? Mm. Here's some one for ones here. Uh, I'll probably go Mixon. I meant to say David Johnson. Oh, right. McCaffrey or Mc- 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 uh, McCaffrey or David Johnson? I think David Johnson has more touchdown upside. I know McCaffrey had two last week, but they were blowing him out, and Cam seems to steal so many goal line carries. Yeah. Man, I think you're really high on David Johnson. Bro. I am. I just like, His talent is next level, and I know the offense has sucked this year, but the, the dude is legit, and he – I think they're going to get him going, and he's been scoring touchdowns. He's not been getting those hundred-yard games, but he's been scoring touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I will say, yeah, he's only had one game where he hasn't finished double digits two games, and they're coming off the bye, so he could start turning it up. And his schedule, I mean, we said Kansas City, Oakland, but he also has Green Bay, Detroit, and Atlanta coming up. Um, I think yeah, that's fantastic. Atlanta and Detroit, two defenses that give up a ton of passes and yards to running backs. And then Kansas, Kansas Oakland. Yeah. And that's in the playoffs. He has Detroit and Atlanta. So if, you, if you're if you in the playoff hunt right now, I think David Johnson is a prime target. That's what dude. I'm saying. Like, I agree with that. Yeah. I think, I think I'm actually going to start targeting David Johnson in a few leagues, man. Thanks. I didn't realize how juicy that matchup was. That is nice. And that's the thing. When you're looking at trade targets this late in the year, trade deadlines have got to be coming up too. So you probably got to make some trades as soon as possible. But you got to look at the where the, who those guys are playing in your fantasy playoffs because that's huge for you. If you have some juicy matchups, those are the guys you want. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I just want to give you guys a couple other strategies and Mark, feel free to intercept at any point. Like right now is a great time to going into the playoffs. So you're like a top three team. I think it's a great time to start getting rid of some of those, you know, crummy players and maybe start adding an extra defense, you know, start looking at who's playing who week 14, who's playing who week 15 and start having those, those defensive red, those defenses ready for the playoffs. Um, and have a backup quarterback and get your handcuffs. I mean, you don't need players like Tyrell Williams anymore on your roster. You know, the bye weeks are coming to an end. I think it's time to start cutting, you know, cutting the fat and, you know, building and bolstering the, the teams ready for the playoffs, getting the team ready for the playoffs. Yeah, that's what it's all about this time of the year. I, I like that strategy, especially if your team has gone through most of your buys and you just have a bench full of just guys. Yeah, start cutting those just guys and pick up, like you said, defenses. Get ahead of the game. You know, I like to stream defenses, but now is the time to start looking two, three weeks out so you can have those guys. Yeah. Look at this past week, Miami, um, Chicago. I, I know you can't really pick up Chicago on the waiver wire, but you know, defenses can win you games this time of the year. And if you can have a defense that you know is going against a rookie quarterback like the Jets or the Cardinals or something like that where you can get a pick six possibility. You want to have those guys so you can get those 15-point defensive games and win those games. Yeah, 100% agree with you. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to throw a couple defenses out that are like just that I'm looking at right now going into the playoffs. You have Denver Broncos going up against, and this is their schedule, San Francisco, Cleveland, 
and Oakland in the playoffs. And they're available in 30, 30% of leagues. I think that's amazing. That's You don't even need another defense. If you can just go with them into the playoffs, I, you wouldn't even need to bench anybody. Yeah, you, you had me um, at San Francisco, Oakland. Anybody yeah, against Oakland. fantastic. Now. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. Um, yeah, even the Dolphins have a decent schedule. They, for the next three, uh, over the next uh, five games, they play the Bills twice. Um, you saw what they did to the Jets with uh, Sam Darnold. Imagine what they're going to do to Petterman and uh, Josh Allen and Derek Anderson. I mean, I think it's fine to start looking at, you know, two or three weeks out. Like I said, the Dolphins are going to be good. The Broncos, I mean, you're not going to get the Bears anywhere. Um, I saw another defense. The Chiefs this week have play against Cleveland, but they also play against Oakland and um, in Arizona. So definitely consider them. Yep. Great strategy. That's something I haven't considered either because I just like to stream weekly, but that makes a lot of sense looking ahead like that. Yeah. No, that's that's my uh, – yeah. No, I'm not going to tell you anymore, Mark. I don't like this. We're in two leagues together. I need to stop talking. And what did you say about quarterbacks too? Looking at uh, quarterback matches, matchups coming ahead. I mean, if you're one of those guys streaming quarterbacks, I definitely think you know. Looking at you know who's playing who, just look at uh, who's going to play play against the Jets, who's going to play against the Packers, and start getting those quarterbacks ready. If you're just rifled up for the playoffs, I think it's perfectly fine to start looking at you know getting that guy. You're going to start week 14 or week 15. I think week 16 is a complete fluke, but if you can get someone perfect for li- perfectly lined up for week 15 and 14, you're you're going to be happy about that. Yeah, especially if you're holding someone like Stafford or Carr, or these guys that you're not going to run out there every week anymore. I think there's only a handful of quarterbacks that you should be starting every week anyways. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and Carolina Panthers play Cleveland, so a week 14, so that's another team to consider. Um, I think that's all I got for everyone, Mark. Do you have anything? Oh, that's pretty good. Who do you? Everyone's going to be listening to this tomorrow, so never mind. I was going to say, who do you got in the game tonight, but... Well, I have look before the game. It's eight forty-two. I haven't looked at the score, but I imagine Tennessee has a really good. I, I know. I feel like Tennessee has a really good defense. I think it's gonna be super low scoring, and I actually think Tennessee comes away with it. But I think it's gonna be like a seventeen ten game. Interesting. I think it was a seven point spread. I think Tennessee covers the spread. That's all I got. Who do you think wins? I think Dallas will win by field goal or so. Less than Dallas win by less than seven. Okay, I think it'll be low right. scoring Fair defensive. Enough. Um, I do want to say a few things before uh, the podcast because I just want to tell everyone I think it's time to trade Adrian Peterson, and I think it's a great time to pick up Samaj Perine or Kareem Bibbs. Um, what's his name? Kareem Bibbs? Is that his name? Capri Bibbs. Yeah, Capri, like the pants. Capri Bibbs. Um, and David Moore did have a f- bad game this week. But it was the most targets he's seen all season. And he, and he was targeted in the red zone, last play of the game, to send a t- the game into overtime. Personally, I think David Moore is going to be better than Doug Baldwin the rest of the season. That was Sharon Brown who dropped the one at the end of the game. Oh, was it? I thought it was yeah. David Moore. Oh, well, fuck it. No, Moore, I think Moore is definitely worth owning. He gets a lot of targets, and he gets a lot of red zone targets. So he just he had a couple drops, and he had an unfortunate pick call pass interference but yeah i agree there he he could be better than baldwin yeah i I think uh no i think he can be i think uh, definitely in dynasty i'm super excited about what he's going to produce and um, yes i'm i have ty hilton right now and i have tyler boyd and i am ready to 
I'm fine with David Moore and getting rid of T.Y. Hill and going forward. I'm fine with, you know, Boyd and Moore going forward. No more fucking T.Y. Hill. And, like, I feel really good about yeah. Moore right now. Yeah, T.Y. is a good guy know. you can trade away for sure. Yeah, and his schedule isn't good. Um, and I think they played Jacksonville twice going forward. And T.Y. Hill, um, Andrew Luck's not throwing the ball. So if you're going to trade somebody, if you have T.Y. Hill, and I think he's a great guy just to just move on, move on from. <laughs> Anything uh, coming up this week that we need to know, let the listeners know about? Uh, I think we're going to drop two pods. Dale and Brito are recording right now. Um, they're trying to make up for, uh, I think Brito just fell asleep and Dale was just uh, eating up all, all his Halloween candy. So he was, he just didn't show up. So just we're just going to be dropping podcasts every day fair enough you guys can always reach out to me on twitter at anderson t9x i can answer i'm pretty good at answering anything if i start sits or any questions you have i can get back to you pretty quick well, on that where, where'd you come up with t9x and you asked me last time everyone everyone already knows <laughs> no i don't know i didn't ask you last time it's um I used to listen to a lot of Tech Nine when I was younger, and it's a reference to one of his songs. Takashi Six Nine? No, no, fuck that guy. Blicky ah. Uh. This is this is no. older. Okay. It That's stands kind of for a... the Tech Nine experience. Oh, the technical experience. So you're like a tech guy. You're in a computer. No, it's a hip hop. Tech Nine's a rapper. Takashi. No, not that guy. All right. All right. Have a, oh, and follow us at Eat Sleep FF, um, and make sure you tune in to uh, the Dynasty guys. They are what? What is their podcast called? Eat Sleep Fantasy Dynasty. Yeah, DF, DFS and Dynasty. Yeah, D- the S at the end sounds for shit. They, they're killing it in their uh, lineups. I hope yeah, you guys have, played their lineups this past week because they did well. And I didn't mean that they're shit. I just meant it stands for shit. Like it's the shit. Yeah. You know, like it's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All tune right. into those night, guys. Everyone. Peace. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming, eat, nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy Woo! Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.